Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 24th, 2019. Strong hand, be a unique beast. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Offended by selling. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Your home for Bitcoin insider information. No fancy sets or graphics. Yeah, so yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. What's this? Buy, buy and hold? Strong hand. I mean, that is what this show is really about. And you know what? Guy Bennett in the chat. And if you have any questions, type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat. I will answer your questions today. He says, the best thing about the one Bitcoin show is you can always count on a no frills Airbnb set with dim lighting conditions, whether or not Bitcoin is $1,000 or $100,000. Pound that like button. I, I couldn't say it any better, uh, Guy Bennett. Thank you for that compliment. You better believe it. No matter what the price of Bitcoin for you fiat freaks is, this is what you're going to get. No fancy set of graphics. You're going to get insider information, though, and your hand is going to become stronger. Uh, so check out the links below. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That's TechBalt. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, DisruptMeister.com. All my old 1,300 old shows over that amount. Okay, Misir Mahmoudov says, in 2017, you needed the whole world, retail plus media, to speculate and talk about Bitcoin for it to reach $11,000. Today, Bitcoin is back to $11,000, but retail and media aren't even here yet. Today's holders have done their research. The hands that hold Bitcoin now are stronger than ever. Well, I, I agree. I agree with that second part, especially. The hands that hold Bitcoin now are stronger than ever. Yes, back in 2017, there was a lot of hype. I wouldn't say it was the whole world, but the media was talk, mainstream media was talking about it quite a bit uh, and twisting it around with the ICOs and all. I mean, it, there was hoopla up the yin yang back then. I mean, I went to Korea, South Korea. It was going, it was on fire and fuego, as they would say in Mexico. But now, you know, there's some, the media has covered the story, but it, it is not the same insanity as last time yet. Yet here we are at 11,000. So, so what is going on? The weak hands have been weeded out. The strong hands never let go. And some of those weak hands are coming back and buying, you know, they're holding their tails between their legs and, and coming back and buying for more than they sold for. Oops. Uh, but, you know, uh, uh, some retail is buying, but you're absolutely right. The retail, uh, I mean, there, there's so much, uh, so much corporate interest, so much retail interest isn't even here yet. It's, it's not even here yet. And the media, uh, the media has not written its uh, really huge hype pieces yet. And if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. I, I don't rely on that type of stuff. If it had, I mean, we could have a mania next week for all I know. And it could, you know, it could be a repeat of what we saw in 2017. Again, that's why you got to have a strong hand. If all of a sudden it's $20,000 tomorrow, you cannot, don't go too crazy because it, it might drop down to 10,000 the next day. You got to be, you, you got to be ready for some turbulence here. But I, I will say this, this, uh, this 11,000 feels a bit different than the, uh, the, the other two times it was 11,000. Again, when it was going up to 11,000 and when it was going back down to 11,000, this is this is another a different feeling. So good job, uh, Mizir Mahmoudov. 
You always have good tweets. It's linked to below. So yeah, right now the price of Bitcoin for you fiat freaks, it's back where it was about March the 5th of uh, 2018. I mean, you didn't have to wait that long, really. I mean, so, I mean, think of all the weak hands that panicked uh, between now and then. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable that there's weak hands. And we're going to talk about weak hands in a second. So uh, as I start to show, Bitcoin is at back at a $200 billion market cap. Double the Hoffman line. Pound that like button. And again, you know, what can I say? Don't freak out when it hits that 100 billion. I mean, some people freaked out when it hit that 100 billion. There was no reason to freak out. Look at this. It went, what was it? It was below the Hoffman line for November to November to March or something. And then, or November to April. And now it's double. <laughs> Again, people panicked. People panicked. Double. All right. Uh, and, but again, if you truly learned your lesson from all this, then when it goes up to three hundred billion and back down to two, you won't sell. You won't pay taxes. You won't do that. You won't. You won't panic. Okay, that your hand will be as strong if there are dips, and if it goes wild again, your your hand will just be as strong because you do not. You do not want to leave. You don't want to value your wealth in fiat. I talked about it on yesterday's show, but when you get back into that fiat realm, you. You take a little bit off the top, as they say, that the translation of that is deal with the IRS, get yourself an accountant, et cetera, et cetera, and miss your crypto dividends. Pound that like button, which you don't want to do. So uh, speaking about turbulence and preparation for such, uh, Bitcoin EDU says, has a graph, and it shows that in 14 days from December 1st to the 15th of 2017, Bitcoin went from 10,900 to 18,479. So that's just to prepare. I, I'm not saying that's about to happen again, but it could happen again, especially if the media starts writing stories about it. Now, again, today, a guy at synagogue said to me out of blue, he's like, how you doing, Adam? I'm like, I'm fine. He's like, Bitcoin could be 12,000 soon. I was like, whoa. Now you're starting, to, you're starting to keep track of the price now. It was the same guy that, that had heard about the Facebook coin. Now he knew that Bitcoin had gone over 11,000. So, I mean, the normies are waking up. So there could be, I, I can't predict what's going to happen in the next 13 days or whatever. Just have your hand, just, just hold on, hold, hold on tight, hold on tight. And yeah, it, it's always fun when it goes on those jumps and stuff. Okay. UK Bitcoin master says, good morning, uh, Bitcoin Meister. And I'd like to say that Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, I linked to his Twitter below because on third on his Thursday show coming up, he's going to have Gabriel Divine on. Gabriel Devine is also going to return to This Week at Bitcoin pretty soon. Um, it, it's, it's been over 10 weeks, so he's coming back real soon. Oh, I, I mean, again, we, we have people in the chat. Again, you're naming names in the chat and you're putting some people on pedestals. You know, uh, it's, it's your own fault if you, sell, if you think – don't get in those negative mindsets. Where you, you're, oh, well, XYZ said it's going to drop to 4,000. You're putting them on a pedestal. You haven't learned yet that they're wrong. Anyone can be wrong. Just because they have a magical graph doesn't make that make that make them right. Um, and again, they, they might have, they might be good people down, you know, down inside and everything, but uh, be, be careful pedestaling people there in the chat. I'm not going to name names. You guys are, though. It's a waste of your time naming names, too, by the way. Don't, don't blame other people. All right. Um, so what, what else do we have here? 
Oh, yeah, I said that. Oh, Eric Voorhees. Eric Voorhees. He has an interesting point here. He says, Peter Schiff, Paul Krugman, Noriel Rubini, and Jamie Dimon all agree when it comes to Bitcoin. <laughs> and he says, oh, and Maxine Waters. <laughs> now, again, that's naming names. And it, it, that's fine because he's saying, you know, all of those people, they have a certain opinion about Bitcoin. They basically all agree there. So, I mean, you can you can go that direction. You know, P Peter Schiff has said many, many things about gold also. Now, it's funny. I, 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 what he means is, you know, they're public. All these people's public statements are very similar about Bitcoin. Peter Schiff, Paul Krugman, Ariel Rubini, and Jamie Dimon. And again, if you if you think – and uh, Maxine Waters. And if you think they're important, then yeah, think they're important. But I, I, I will say this. Uh, Jamie Dimon might be talking that talk, but I, I bet he's walking a different walk. Do you think Jamie Dimon doesn't own any Bitcoin? Do you think Peter Schiff doesn't own any Bitcoin? Uh, Paul Krugman and Noriel Rubini. I bet Noriel Rubini doesn't. But anyway, all right. And hey, they're just like Maxine Waters. <laughs> hey, you guys can go the Maxine Waters direction. Be my guest. You should see her district. Lovely place. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, hey, it's not her fault, right? No, no, no. I, I'm not blaming it. You know, Maxine can, you know, she's got a nice wig. She, uh, she she uh, virtue signals yeah, but people some people like that and if you if you that's if that's your flavor go with that flavor of the month i stick with one thing i don't change i stick with the bitcoin yeah maybe you want to go in that direction all right and i i do wonder if some of the geopolitical uncertainty uh has has helped the price of bitcoin maybe there are some people that are like oh it looks like there's some uh problems in the in the persian gulf better better uh maybe i should uh diversify in the bitcoin maybe it's a wake-up call to some people I mean, they should have woke up a long time ago. There's, there's all sorts of things that are sort of uncertain. I wouldn't really want to be uh, betting my life on uh, Moolahs and, 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 and Maxine and, and all of the, uh, you know, it, again, you know, Maxine is a political person in our country and, and the Moolahs are, are political people in other countries. I'm not a person to like, you know, rely on on, on those sorts. Yeah, she's the, she's a moolah in her own in her. She got a nice moolah wig. Uh, spent a lot of moolah on that. Where'd she get all that moolah to buy such a nice wig? Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, there's always going to be uncertainty. Uh, it's insurance. It's always been my insurance policy. I don't care about specific problems that are happening. You know, they're interesting to talk about sometimes, but we're always, always in the Persian Gulf. There's always going to be, as long as oil is, uh, powering, uh, the world, there's always going to be problems in the Middle East. Always, always. I mean, that's all they got. What, what else are they going to do? Is their only leverage. <laughs> once, once oil is gone, I mean, what, what do those countries, what have they contributed to this planet? <laughs> anyway, so, but but I, I do wonder if some of it, because it's in the news a lot, and some 80 percenters are like, well, this must be important. Maybe to protect my wealth, I should get into this other thing now. All right, Bitcoin Primitive says, Bitcoin doesn't care about Maxine Waters. You are absolutely right. Pound that like button. But Maxine Waters says she cares about Facebook coin, you know, to make her constituents happy, to make it look like she's actually doing something when she's doing nothing. Oh, God. You know, she she has this interesting – she calls things that are – she sees a riot and she calls it an uprising. Uprising. You know, it's funny. In Baltimore, there were people like that too. We had a riot in Baltimore in 2015, and there were all these people calling – like uprising, uprising. I kept calling it the uprising. Uh, and then what you end up having is you just have a bunch of people that still are saying uprising when all the people who knew it was a riot have moved out and it, the city just keeps 
What do I mean? I mean, you, you could pretend. Hey, pretend. Imagination is a great thing. Pretend. I remember Mr. Rogers used to talk about, you know, let's play pretend, you know, Daniel the Tiger and everything like that. And again, there's some people still in that world. Let's, let's make believe, the make believe world. You know, a riot? No, 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 no. It wasn't a riot. No, no, no. No people are fleeing. People aren't scared. You know, they, 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 those people are just, they're racist. They're racist. They're not, they're not scared. And there's no reason to be scared when there's a riot and people are ripping down the liquor stores. No, no reason, no reason to be scared. It was just an uprising. Let's play pretend with Daniel the Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That, that's for the Saturday show. For the Saturday show. But again, you don't, you don't, I, you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff if you got the Bitcoin, okay? If you if you if you happen to not sell your property in Baltimore City and you still have it, but if you have your Bitcoin, you're fine. You can leave. You can take the loss, leave, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, and again, I love the people of Baltimore, and hopefully they can get it together again. But you know, it's not for everyone. Not for everyone at all. You know. You, but again, you can call it an uprising. It was maybe it was an uprising. I guess it was a riot uprising. You know, the Pakistani liquor store. You know, fifty guys barging in at once, taking out the Colt forty-five. Uprising. Uprising. Some some call it that. All right. So uh, and the, see, the thing is, people are like, oh, you, you could talk like that, Adam. Of course, I could talk like that. I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. What are you going to fire me? <laughs> You see, that's the thing you don't, that, that's one of the things about Bitcoin that people don't get, you know, when you have the Bitcoin, it can't be taken away from you. Thus, you don't have to worry, you know, you could talk about anything on your show. It's supposed to be a Bitcoin show, but I could be, I could talk about my nose hair if I wanted to. But, and then people are like, well, your, your show is horrible. I don't, well, okay, then my show is horrible, but I still have my Bitcoin. You didn't do anything. You didn't fire me. It's a, it's a, it's a freedom. It's freedom. Bitcoin is freedom. That's what I'm, and so there's certain people out there, political people, they don't get it. They think freedom comes from them. Maxine thinks she grants the power to, you know, she tells you what to do. She tells you what to call certain things. Now, that wasn't, you have to call it a, you have to call it an uprising or else you're fired. And some people, of course, if they caught a riot, an uprising, they'd be, they caught an uprising, they caught a, whatever. <laughs> if, they, if they didn't say it was an uprising when it was a riot, they would be fired. If they said it was a riot, they would be fired. And I don't have to worry about things like that. But there are people that have to worry about things like that. It's unfortunate when people have to worry about things, but they didn't get in the Bitcoin. They rely, they, they got, they got to, they got to play by the rules, you know, the rule. They got to be accepted into society. There's certain things you can't say or else you get fired from your job. And then, then you really uh, rely on Mac, Maxine's wig to uh, pay your bills. So, all right, what else do we have here? Uh, oh, yeah, Bitcoin. Here's a from J3 Todaro. He says Bitcoin versus the best performing stocks of the last decade, and of course, Bitcoin has outperformed the last, uh, the best performing stocks of the last decade. Dump stocks by Bitcoin, he says. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. Um, it's I, I don't know why people. I mean, I, I, I you know, people are trying to beat inflation, so they get into stocks. I mean, that's one way of doing it, but you don't know what stocks going to do well. I think Bitcoin is the best way to beat inflation. It's been beating inflation for me since 2013. Pound that like. Button. All right. <laughs> that should be another one of my lines. You gonna fire me? <laughs> that's how I should start my show. You don't like the show? You gonna fire me? And that's again. I, I wish all of you that are watching the show could uh, could talk like that. Uh, that's when you work for yourself. When you got the Bitcoin, they can't take it from you. They can't. Well, you're gonna kick me out of the country. Fine, kick me out of the country. I'll go to another country with my Bitcoin. I'll, I'll start a new thing. I'll just, just uh, that's that's freedom, baby. Now, I, I want to talk about financial, you know, we're talking about best performing stocks and we've all these finance. 
I, I told a story a while ago. I have a friend, or I haven't spoken to him for a while. He, he's a little older than I am. Um, a, a financial advisor, okay? So there's some people, uh, middle class to upper middle class to wealthy people, they have they can't manage their own finances. So they have they hire a guy to tell to buy stocks for them, to buy this for them, to buy goals for them, to do to manage their whole portfolio, which I think is ridiculous. Okay. But something I, I have a friend who I went to college with who's very successful. He said, I, I Adam, I just I don't have time for it. And I was trying to tell him about Bitcoin last year at, at the uh, at the at the reunion, but he's like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Uh, you know, I, I my financial advisor manages everything and, and I'm making a pretty good return on this. So, you know, whatever about Bitcoin. So some of these financial advisors, they're living a pretty good life because the stock market has been, they, they look like they're doing great for their clients. But I mean, some are just total wastes of, of breath, obviously. You don't need a financial, you don't need a financial advisor, really. You should be your own finance. Your finances are so important. I mean, that's you, that's your life, that's your future. How can you let someone else manage your future? See you, are you a C, do you let someone else manage your wife? I mean, seriously, see, are you a C-U-C-K? I mean, you're, so you're a C-U-C-K with your money. I mean, God, uh, th there's some guys out there would be like, yo, 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 take my wife, don't take my money. I mean, th th I mean see, that, that's how much your financial future is, 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 is in terms of importance to you. But there's some guys and, and gals and that, that let other people manage. Okay, so when are these financial advisors going to wake up? I, I haven't heard about financial advisors saying keep 1% in Bitcoin. I, I, I said it a while ago. Someone else said it, and then I said, you know, that, that's a good idea. Just get, why not risk 1%? I mean, I, I've probably been saying this since 2016, 2017, and don't, don't worry. I've been walking the walk. 1% of my portfolio in Bitcoin? Please, come on. Since, uh, since 2016, it's like been over 90% or 100. I, I, it's been ridiculous, the amount. Since I sold my house, I mean, it, now, yeah, in, 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 in cryptocurrency, in Bitcoin, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's, it's got to be over 99%. It's like 98% or whatever, because I got cash, some cash in the bank and everything. But um, yeah, it's over 97%, let's say, 97%. But, but the, so, so again, so me say, right, this is the thing. If you put 1% of your, you've got a million dollars worth of uh, assets, why not spend $10,000 on one Bitcoin? I mean, so yeah, let's say you've got a, whatever, it, 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 that it, one Bitcoin would be 1% of your uh, your assets. Now, again, this is obviously upper middle class people we're talking about, or I guess upper class people at this point. But still, they're the ones with the financial advisors. These guys should be saying one of these days they're going to start to wake up and, and see how silly they were not to recommend 1%. Because I do know, I, I know a guy um, here in California who was already wealthy, had his retirement all planned out. And so in, in 2016, it, when Bitcoin was like $500, or so, he, he put quite a bit in the Bitcoin. And so at first it only made like up like 5% or 10% of his portfolio. And now it's a tremendous, tremendous part of his portfolio. So that's the upside right there. You put 1% of your portfolio in Bitcoin today. I mean, the worst is that 1% dwindles down. To not, that's not going to happen. But then you're thinking logically, it, it could become 10% of your portfolio. That's amazing. That's, what other part of your portfolio will, will become change in, in percentage-wise in terms of taking over your uh, portfolio, unless there's like a, a disaster, unless you're, there's a riot in your city and your house gets burnt down or whatever, <laughs> and yeah, that, then your port, your real estate part of your portfolio will you know, decrease by an incredible amount, and other things will go up by an incredible amount. But again, I do wonder when these financial advisors. 
I mean, they're so traditional. So again, I talked about my friend in Baltimore who, you know, when I was on Facebook and I was saying when it was like 700 diet, again, he's a Facebook friend of mine because I, I personally know him. Um, and again, I don't do I don't do Bitcoin and Facebook. I don't have, uh, no, we keep that separate. The Facebook stuff, uh, I've had a Facebook page for a very long time and it's all my friends, family, Baltimore stuff and people I've met for real life. Most of you guys I have not met for real life. So we don't, we don't cross the streams there. Don't cross the streams. What was that I was talking about? You don't cross the fiat and the crypto streams, and I don't cross the Facebook and the this. I don't. I, I'm not Bitcoin Meister. Is not a Facebook thing. Okay, it's Adam. Totally Adam Meister over there. But um, in in 2016, I, I wanted my Baltimore friends to to know about this Bitcoin thing. So I said it's seven hundred dollars. It's not. It's never going to be seven hundred dollars again. And and my financial advisor friend like made some joke about it or whatever. And, and now, of course, we, we've seen what's happened. I I, I mean, I hope he's all right. I, <laughs> I'm sure he's all right. He doesn't. He probably does. Still doesn't know what's going on with Bitcoin. Still making up excuses. He had he had logical reasons. Oh, Bitcoin is based on nothing. He he drove. He drives a fancy car too. He he values fancy cars. I value Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Um, all right. I, as I predicted, there's a CoinDesk article talking about the there's scams with Libra. And I, I predicted this, that people would take advantage of it not existing yet to make it seem like it does exist. So 80 percenters would buy their fakery. So people are making fake Zuckerberg coins, fake Libra coins, fake trading site. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. You can read the CoinDesk article if you I warned about it. Be very, be very careful. I really, I really do going back to the financial advisors thing. I, I do think, I think people should manage their own finances. I know that's just not the way it is. I know it's it, that's so. I do hope that they they get on board and really realize this. What's the what's the risk of of risking one percent of of your client's portfolio on this? What is the risk? You'll look like a genius if it becomes five percent of their portfolio or ten percent or whatever whatever you want to say. I mean, it, it, it can make up for a lot. It can make up for some mistakes that you make. The halving show said 47,700 blocks until the halving. Relax and hold. He sent 20 Norwegian krona. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you, halving show. Check out his channel. Brian, the UK Bitcoin master said, I'm all Bitcoin at 95% of my finances. Pound that like button, Brian. And by the way, Brian is like 60 years old now, right? Is, is that what you just, was that the birthday you just had? So I mean that that's that's hardcore. He's he's a huge believer. No wonder Gabriel Devine will be on his show on Thursday. So check that out. Um, it's linked to below his Twitter. Follow him. Moving on. Um, wow, Brian must be doing real well <laughs> now. That's at, <laughs> at at this point, you know, if you look at his when it's equal to in fiat, he's he's got a big smile on his face. We'll have to watch his show to see how big his smile is. Uh, Let's see. So I talked about the scams and Libra that were. So there's this uh, Dovey Wan woman on uh, Twitter. And um, she's got a very interesting uh, tweet out there. And it, it's, it's impulsive. It's an impulsive tweet. And it just shows you um, the impulsivity in, in, the, in, in the space, even now, even now, and how pe what people consider boring and what people consider exciting. She says, some of my smartest friends, now I doubt they're that smart, left crypto. Their reason are more or less similar. There is little things interesting in the next three to five years other than Bitcoin, and it's moving slow. Not much they can do, which can't be a full-time job. 
They are not devs, so coding is not an option. Now, I notice other tweets of hers. She talks about trading and she talks about charts. And I mean, this mentality that is boring and there's not there's not much interesting in the next three to five years other than Bitcoin. I mean, so what? That's very interesting. That's very interesting. People are building all sorts of that, – that it's just Bitcoin, that people are just going to have to focus on Bitcoin. That's boring. I mean, again, they, they want – they want to have the next Bitcoin. I think they realize that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, and that's boring to them. <laughs> this impulsive. So that's it. I'm out. I'm out of the space because it's only Bitcoin. It's a. It's a, It's boring. It's only Bitcoin. The next three to five years is only going to be Bitcoin, and there's nothing interesting. And I'm not a coder, and I guess I'm a trader, dudes. Yes. So yeah, maybe holding is boring. It, I mean, but in the end, it's it's quite a good feeling. <laughs> you end up wealthy. Is that boring? Is I mean, is that boring? I mean, do you want to gamble that much? You want these people want to gamble that much? So yeah, W one. I, I thought it was you know Udi retweeted it, and I don't. I, Udi didn't retweet it because he agreed with it. He, he retweeted it out of irony, of course. Um, I do notice that there's some people out there. I guess a lot of no. We're going to talk about some uh, some no corners in a second, but they're they're just. On some threads that are like talking about how Bitcoin's been doing well lately in terms of fiat, you have these trolls, and maybe they're all the same person, and they're like, "Yeah, thanks Tether, thanks Tether. It's all because of Tether." Te I mean, like, where's this coming from again? I mean, where have I seen this before? It was the same. We, we've heard this all before. That the only reason that was a bit finexed whole thesis that because of Tether, Bitcoin went to the moon, and that Bitcoin would be destroyed because of Tether. So, I mean. It wasn't destroyed. We still have Bitcoin. There's still – and Tether has been – there's been exposés. There have been X, Y, and Z. There's been so much about Tether. It, it, it hasn't gone away. Bitcoin hasn't gone away. People are really buying Bitcoin. And again, the thing about Tether is like it, it helps all coins. All, it, it, it's the – there's some people who value fiat so much they need to get back in the fiat, but they don't get back in the real fiat, so they get in the tether. I mean – and then they buy some altcoin with the tether. And they buy, then they sell the altcoin for the Bitcoin, for the tether, blah, 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 blah. It's it, they're like it's because they keep on printing tether. No, it, it's it's not. They're not giving away the tether for free, for God's sakes. They're not giving it away for free. They're not printing it and then buying Bitcoin with it. Okay, they're people are selling. It's 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 not. They're not printing money. There is some. There it is. It's not coming out of the blue, and there is a base behind it. And the the the, the guys that the the people who make it just aren't buying Bitcoin with it. That is my point. That is that is not what's going on. That that would that wouldn't be a good thing. No, that that that, that would not be a good thing. If if uh, I mean, if, 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 but but again, it does it 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 pumps up the value of it. Uh, if that if that were going on, I, I was about to say, well, you know, they're not printing U.S. dollars and then buying it with it, but maybe they are. <laughs> maybe 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 there are some people uh, in the government that are getting that uh the the, the quickly printed out uh, fiat and. And pumping up Bitcoin, but people, uh, people have value to the dollar. People do. Uh, there is a value to the dollar. The, the whole uh, welfare system is uh, pumped up by it, and it's it's not going anywhere. The dollar, and it'll it'll always have some value. How to gain maximum Bitcoin for our, from a small B BCH bag leftover? Uh, says Andy in uh, Portland. How you doing, Andy? Good to see you. Um, well, I mean, at this point. If you got some BCH, just turn the Bitcoin now. I mean, I, I think, I mean, it, it's, I always say, you know, King of the Trolls is going to have a way to pump it up more. 
Um, he, he'll have some gimmick coming up, uh, but you don't know when that's going to come. So why not just turn into Bitcoin now and, and uh, you know, turn into Bitcoin right now and uh, by the April of not, by July 19th, register that Bitcoin for the, uh, for the MWC crypto dividend and you'll get interest on that Bitcoin. You wouldn't have gotten interest on that BCH. So that there's a positive, uh, there's a positive way of looking at looking at it looking at it. Dovey Wan just tweets shows she doesn't understand the four-year cycles. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't really know her. Um, I see a lot of people, uh, uh, she gets uh, mentioned sometimes and stuff. All right. I had to log out of Twitter. It's a lot of noise, says Bitcoin primitives. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about that uh, right now. You've like read my mind, dude. Um, this is where, uh, well, okay, here, here's some of the noise. Jeffrey Tucker, the, uh, Pierre Richard is talking about this here. You call them vicious crypto wars, but isn't it just the vibrant marketplace of ideas, memes, narratives, myths, facts, logic, all freely and beautifully competing on Twitter? Are you against any and all competition in this arena? Do you want your multi-coinism to be a mon monopoly? So Jeffrey Tucker, who's a BC, a Bcash fan, was complaining about the uh, Twitter, the, the, the crypto war and that the Bitcoin people are having a war on Twitter, it's not a war, people. It's not a war. It's just people, some people are obnoxious about it. You don't have to pay attention. You can filter out the noise. Twitter is not a place to make war. It's a place to learn, okay? So yeah, there are memes, there are narratives, there are myths, there are facts, there's logic. Um, and you just gotta be able to filter something. If it's annoying to you, then yeah, turn it off, log off of it, okay? I use it as a learning tool. So, you know, virtue signaling and say, oh, the, the Bitcoiners are so bad because they're, they're, there's a crypto war and they're, they're, they're you know, barking down the, the altcoiners and, and, and being maximalist. Well, I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do. Ignore them then. Ignore them or, or fight them with some facts if you want to fight them. But it, it's not a war. And if you, if, you, if you start boosting it to that level, you're going to get into it. You're going to end up wasting a lot of time on it. There is a lot of noise on there, know when to filter it out and know when people are starting to virtue signal or, and trying to guilt you into like being interested in their coin or guilt you out of, you know, your belief that the Bitcoin is the one and that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And that maybe, maybe you should diversify for maybe uh, fast transactions are the way to go. That that's, you know, despite the, because Jeffrey Tucker is a guy who believes in what the market wants and the market is clearly <laughs> clearly saying that Bitcoin is Bitcoin and that Bcash is Bcash. He's not pleased with that. He likes that he can spend. I mean, they're the spenders and then they're the savers. He's a spender. So, you know, there you go, Jeffrey. Instead of saying, hey, th these, these Bitcoin maximalists are toxic, to tell it, pitch it to us, man. Pitch us the Bcash pitch. Say why we should be spending our cryptocurrency. Why, wh why it's important for me to be able to give away my Bitcoin as quick as possible. Why, why is that? Why is that important for me to give away my 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 gold, my my uh, digital gold? It's not. It it it, that's, it shouldn't be fast. <laughs> it shouldn't be cheap. I I don't I don't want to be. No one should be tempted to give away their Bitcoin. But again, Bcash is a different thing. All right. And again, do you want your multi coinism to be a monopoly? Who knows what he wants? But uh, my point is, is that there's a lot of there's a lot of crypto noise out there in Twitter and Jeffrey's kind of adding it to it. 
And and again, I'm not saying some of the things that the Bitcoin maximalist types say it is obnoxious and it is it's a waste of their time too. It's a waste. So I'm, I'm critiquing both sides here. But um, yeah, if you can't, this is where the big boys play. This is where they compete. Don't complain. Compete. Don't complain. I mean, if it, it just just ignore it. If it's if it's bothering you, then you know this is where the big boys play. Ignore it. And I, I don't think he's taking a big boy approach. So you, you can check out that uh, that thread. It's linked to below. What's that? Uh, oh, yeah. So fat, uh, fat thought. Fat thought. There's a great summary out there by Jay Chervinsky. Um, it's linked to below. I, I linked to it twice. The Financial Action Task Force just published new – the whole thread is great, by the way – new guidance on anti-money laundering regulations for virtual assets from media reports alone, you might think it was an unprecedented assault on crypto. Of course it wasn't. Here's what you should know. When you see a media headline like, oh, all global crypto exchanges must now share customer data, FATFA rules, it's misleading at best. FATFA doesn't rule on, on anything and exchanges only have to follow FATFA's recommendations if they're adopted in as law in a relevant jurisdiction. Point is, FATFA's importance has been overplayed in crypto media. Its recommendations and guidance aren't the law and likely won't become the law anytime soon, if ever. That's particularly true in the U.S., given the FinCEN just released its own crypto-related guidance last month. Okay, guys, so yeah, don't, don't FUD over FATFA. It is just FUD. It's theoretical stuff right now. It's not law. It hasn't been adopted. It's recommendations. It's a bureaucracy recommending some rules to another bureaucracy. Uh, you know, keep an eye on it if you want to, but it's not. It's it's just it's headline grabbing stuff right now. You know, I, I, people got to write about certain things, so they got to blow things out of proportion. It's all about scaring people. Nothing to be worried about now. All right, so let's let's go to the new no coin corner of the FUD court. It's time to go to the FUD court. You know, I talk about Carl Denninger a, guy, a lot at Market Ticker, and I say that he is he is a genius. He can explain how like a, nu a nuclear reactor works, and he's not right all the time. There are a lot of things I don't agree with him, and I've mentioned many times that he hates Bitcoin. He hates Bitcoin. Um, and I think this is a case where he's just too smart for his own good. Um, I think I, I, he, he, I don't know. He, he, I don't know where the disconnect is in his head um, because I'm definitely not in that dude's head. But I just want to remind you all that even though someone can be a genius, doesn't mean you should take their advice. And if you see their advice was wrong a long time ago, you, you better think twice about following their advice again. And if it's wrong again, you better think another time about if continuing to follow his, his advice because Carl on his site has a whole echo chamber. He has a forum. And you get kicked off this forum if you don't agree with him, by the way. But he's got all these people that agree with him. Like, oh, yeah, it's vaporware. It's vaporware. It's this. It's that. It's a scam. It's, it's Bitcoin. But so I linked to below um, a Bitcoin talk thread from, I believe it's March of 2013. It's from before I owned a Bitcoin, okay? And it is a quote from his market ticker. He says, Bitcoin, I told you so. You didn't name your boat, did you? Or worse, buy this crap over $200. For those wondering where the support level is, I will tell you. But you have to promise not to tell anyone. Picky promise, right? Okay, here you go. There is very strong support at $0. So what he was doing there was he was making fun of people 
who had recently bought Bitcoin when it had spiked to $200. And then it had gone down right after that. This is at the beginning of 2013. He, he, this, he is a genius, by the way. He was, he, uh, uh, he, uh, he was, and, and since then, he has the chutzpah to continue on this path, even though he was ripping on people for buying at 200. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. This man was calling people idiots, treating them like children because they bought at $200. And, and, and he, he won't give up. He still will not give up. And you know what the price is right now, you fiat. The, the funny thing is that BSV, which is a fork of a fork of Bitcoin, is worth over $200 now. Okay. So, I mean, if you <laughs> if you control your private key since then, you have a fork of a fork that's worth more than what Carl Denninger was making fun of people for, for paying for it. And again, so it just it just shows you, you know, people can be very smart. And I, I guess it's it's great to be a genius in some ways, but man, you can be blind as a bat in other ways, can't you? There, I mean, that's that's the example. So that's the, the star of the FUD court today. Pound that like button. And so he's the no he's a no coiner. He definitely is a no coiner, and uh, bit, a bit of proud once since 2013 apparently. <laughs> since, uh, and I was reminded by someone on Twitter that the Urban Dictionary there's two there's three different de definitions of no coiner. The second one is correct. The first one is totally wrong. So you go there. Go there. It's linked to below, urbandictionary.com, and upvote the correct one, which is currently the second one. But maybe if enough of you go there, it'll be upvoted. It'll be the, the top one. Because right now, the, the, the definition of no, no coin or the first one you see is, is incorrect. It's like it's against Bitcoin. I don't even want to read what the heck it is. I forgot. All right. And then we have, okay, I said I was going to talk about UK Bitcoin Master, and I did. And let's see if anybody else had any more questions. All right. That is it. I am, uh, oh, wait, let me make sure anyone else had any questions up there. Okay, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this right Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. He says, people like Maxine Waters. Are they mentally ready for personal responsibility? Bitcoin printer just said that. Um, no, I would say so many people who elect all sorts of politicians, not just Maxine Waters, but no, hardly any of them are, are, are ready for personal responsibility because they think all these politicians are going to solve their problems. Um, they, they, they put so much value in voting that they've totally turned over power over their lives to the people they vote for. So they have they put way too much responsibility into voting. They've given away their own personal responsibility when they vote. And that is a sickness. That is a that's a big problem. And more, it seems like more and more people are into that these days, just saying, well, my leader will fix everything. So my vote is very important, very important, because we, we need to and, and the leader is very important. So it, it's not important leader is they're they're totally sociopaths they don't change a darn thing in your own life um there, there's, there's there's certain tones they can set you don't have to follow their what they set you don't have to follow their their worldview you are in charge of your own life okay you're in you, you got to remember that and guy bennett said peter schiff had the opportunity to buy bitcoin under a hundred dollars and still won't admit defeat yeah well but but again he's in the gold and he's selling gold denninger isn't really selling anything he's just a bidder i don't, I don't know what his problem Awesome show again, Bitcoin Master. Thank you, Brian. Okay, everybody, bang that bell button, pound that like button, click on those squares. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow.
and I'll talk to you in the chat right now. Buy and hold. Bye.